1: That's audible.com slash wondery pod or text wonderypod to 500-500.
2: Welcome back! Rusty. Ross! Are you ready for some more good news soup for the soul? You know I'm ready. Serve me a big bowl. All right. Well, first up, it's no secret that I have Yellowstone fever. You Does do. anyone else here like Yellowstone? <laughs> okay, well, I'm, you know, it's like a fifth episode into season five. Yeah. Um, and uh, a new spinoff is coming next month. We've all been hearing about this. Mm-hmm. People reports that 1923, starring the incredible Harrison Ford and Dame Helen Mirren, Huge. premieres on December 18th. We're going to dig deeper into the origin story of the Duttons. You know, that sexy, dysfunctional family that you can't get enough of? Mm-hmm. Well, here is a sneak exclusive peek.
3: tell the world what happens when they cross me.
0: Greed will be the thing that kills us all.
2: They both look so
4: hot! I know, right? I know, so Drew's been talking about Yellowstone forever, like millions and millions of people watch it. I've been meaning to, but I know, I'm confessing to her, there's just so much The Crown that I had to watch and then The Great British break off, right? So I'm a busy, busy man. But Drew, I'm going to start this week. I promise you, this is the week that I'm start, gonna start watching Yellowstone. And, and you know who got me in to Yellowstone now? It's, I'm doing it for Helen Mirren. I've gotta watch this new show. Well, she's coming on the show also. What? No, yeah, Helen so, Mirren's coming in? Yes! I didn't know that. Yes! Oh, I, got to, I just got nervous. So excited. All right, next up, there's a new artist on the scene. Check out Ivy, a little pup (laughs) casso, who is painting. I love the beret. Uh, It's all about the beret. Well, she's painting and those paintings are fetching top dollar on Instagram. Really? Yeah, fetching was a pun too. Yahoo! reports the 10-year-old Australian shepherd has sold dozens of original works and all for charity, raising money for food banks, cancer research, and animal charities. And she's not just a one-trick puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Ivy can also, listen to this, wipe her paws at the door and drop loose change into a piggy bank. How? My chihuahuas can't even use the puppy pads. What am I doing wrong? I know. I know. Do you think your doggies, uh, Dougie and Lucy, do they have any hidden talents?
2: No. They're just lovers. Totally. They're just, you know, and you know, Lucy, um, my dog Lucy, she's like never wanted to sleep in the bed. She's like, um, I think she likes the cold hard surface of the floor. But she's nine, and all of a sudden, she's like enjoying the bed. And I'm like, oh, you're getting older. A oh, little joint. You like it softer now, don't you? But then the problem is, she claws me in the middle of the night. I have like woken up with like wet, red welts uh-huh. on my face, mm-hmm. but you know. <laughs> Well, next up, a new study looked at four million tweets from across the country. This story was very interesting to me. They analyzed them for their stress content. Really? Apartment Therapy, my favourite site, reports the results are in. According to the tweets... We now know what the most stressed-out states are in the nation. Rossi, do you want to know? I I mean, I'd have to think New York
4: because Manhattan is stressful, right? With
2: the honk-honk and the beep-beep and... This is what's crazy. It's not. Where is it? The most stressed-out state was Hawaii. What? That's right, living in paradise is expensive and the inflation on prices and the shipping in of goods is taking a real toll on people. A lot of this was affected by inflation and the economy. Um, Next was Utah. Um, This one surprised me, Oregon. I feel like they pose as such a cool, chill state, Mm -hmm. but they're stressed. Really? Um, Nevada and then Alaska. The least stressed out, South Carolina. Their state motto is dumb Spiro spero." It's Latin for, while I breathe I hope. Well, I guess it's working for them. In terms of cities, Oakland, California is also one of the most stressed out, while one of the chillest is Lexington, Kentucky.
4: Huh, I'm shocked about Hawaii. How could you be stressed? Everyone, right when you get there, everyone gets laid. Because- why would you, why would you be? Because it's expensive. No, I'm sorry, I want they put the lay on you, you know no, what I, I mean? No, I know. You go to Hawaii and you get yeah. laid. Yeah. I or, get it. Or you go with your fiance and get Maui'd.
2: <laughs> remember Sex in the City? Did you just pun in the shower? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, anyone remember that? Yeah, of
4: course. Harry, Aiden. Yeah. go on, oh, your story. I love them together. All right, do you, okay, I need you to make an etiquette call for me on Ooh. this one. Okay, well, what is this? Well, here's the question, New York Times had a reader write into their style advice column, asking this big question, do I really really have to obey, obey a party dress code?
1: Oh. Yeah,
4: no. you know like when you're invited to a party and they're like, you must wear purple. Well, the person said they've been invited to a pastel party but they look terrible in pastels. So do they really have to go?
2: Well, I think this pastel party for this particular reader, like bring a pastel purse or think of it as St. Patrick's Day. Like I have a little green stripe, you can't pinch me. Just go with like a moment of it to honor the theme, but dress as what makes you feel comfortable. I'll give you an example. My daughter Olive is going to a bat mitzvah this weekend. Mm -hmm. And it's a very dressy bat mitzvah. So I was trying to get her some dresses and she's not a dressy girl. She's just not. And of course you pick up a dress and you know you can return it, but it's like, it's disappointing when they don't love what you've tried to work hard for. It's like yeah. you cook them an elaborate meal and they don't like it. And you're like,
4: no problem. Yeah, here's a fish stick. Great, it's oh. okay. And oh. I,
2: you know, a few dresses and I, I'm i not great at buying my kids clothes. I'm, you know, I kind of, just not my thing. I don't dress them up like little Madelines. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. So I went to the store and I found her a pair of leather paper bag, pants, like the paper bag waist, Uh but they're made out of leather. They're very appropriate. They have like a tapered heel and she put them on and she was like, mom, I feel so comfortable. Oh. And I was like, really? And she was like, you did it. You found my look. Oh. So I think apply that to the pastel party. Mm -hmm. Like don't wear something that makes you feel uncomfortable. You won't have as nice of an evening.
4: You won't. I one time got invited to a party where they said you have to wear head to toe white. And I was like, do you know how much barbecue sauce I eat in a day? Like there is no way I'm doing that. Um, I don't know. I don't like like the pressure. I think come as you are. Come as you are. That's the kind of party I want to go to.
2: Or wear a pastel bag. Whatever's you. the break. Drew's news continues with a mailman turned local hero when he stepped in to rescue a neighborhood child when an emergency struck. I'm so excited to meet him right after the break. Aww. about a mailman who went far beyond the call of duty.
4: Yeah, Darren Hale, a USPS mail carrier from St. Louis, Missouri, was working his route when he received a flash flood warning. And soon after, he encountered the home of Sherry Jackson. And it was surrounded by water with her two kids trapped inside. Wow.
2: And Darren sprang into action, saving her five-year-old son Rylan's life. And now he's here to talk about it. I was so excited to meet you guys. Really, Darren and um, Rylan's mom, Cherry. Hi. Hi, <laughs> How are you? I'm
5: great, great. How are you?
2: First of all, I'm such a stan for the USPS. I'm a major snail mailer. It's been a huge glue and connector of me and my daughters. When you walk in our vestibule, it's all letters taped up on the wall. Yeah. It's, it's one of the true. most powerful ways to communicate. So thank you for everything that you do. Oh, we
4: appreciate yeah. You all. Thank you. Yeah.
5: Now Cherry, what was happening that day? Um, so I was at work and my daughter FaceTimes me and she's like, mom, I think you should come home, like right now. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, what's wrong? And she like flips the camera around and it was like water everywhere. Oh, and my five-year-old son Ryland, was like screaming in the background. I like immediately ran out of work, jet home as fast as I can, as safely as I can. Um, And when I got there, it was just water everywhere. And I just was like, I like started crying. I was like, oh my God, like my kids are in that house. Like, what am I gonna do? So I like jet out the car, run towards the house. And I'm like running through water. And I see Darren and he's like, like, oh my God, like you need help. And he's like, takes off right behind me. So we like go in there, get the kids out safely and the rest is history. Uh.
2: Darren, what made you respond that way? Are you just that kind of person that you just jump in? Did you see something? I mean, it sounded like a very perilous, scary situation.
4: Well, yeah, personally, I feel like that because I'm a father myself, I'm a father of three, I feel like that if anybody else is in that situation, I would want them to do the same. So, you know, I feel like if you just could help out,
2: why wouldn't you, you know? And then, is it true that like the neighbor's dog was also trapped inside the house? Like this was not like water on the floor. This yeah. was like yeah. trapped in water, life or death situation. And then you jumped in for that.
4: Yes, ma'am. It was real. It was real crazy. Do you
2: honestly. have pets too, or why? No, ma'am.
4: No pets. I have no pets. But I. I I just wanted to assist and help out the best way I could. Oh. And I'm really just glad it's, it's perfect timing, honestly.
2: And Cherry, I mean, did you feel lucky that you had an angel there?
5: I felt blessed to have Darren there. Like, it was crazy because we didn't even know each other. Mm. Like, I don't think he even knew my name. Mm. And he, like, the the charge that he took, he kept saying, like, it's okay. Like, it's okay, and I'm like crying, and he's like, Everybody's safe. It's fine
4: now. You know, we so figure it out. As long as everybody's good. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. safe.
5: It's fine now. Yeah,
2: yeah. I know, that's,
5: I that's, know that you
2: guys have been in contact since this happened, but like, you know, what are the conversations? How do you feel, Cherry, about the fact that Darren was there and was able to come in for a save and tell you that everything was going to be okay? Because. I don't know if it's the same for men, but that's all we women wanna hear, is that everything will be
5: okay. I definitely felt like everything was gonna be okay. It's like, we're alive, we're healthy. Like, even if we did lose the house, it didn't matter. Like, we all were safe, we still had each other, which I was blessed for. And I definitely feel like I have a best friend forever now. Absolutely.
0: (laughs)
2: I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Darren, is there any advice if one of us are on looking and we're seeing something unveil in front of our eyes, and we too go into a fight or flight state? But we'd like to go in and be our best selves. Is there any prompts we should tell ourselves? What did you tell yourself in that moment?
6: Uh, well,
4: like you said, it was like spare of the moment. I kind of just was just thinking, you know. What would I, would want somebody to do that for me. Um, that's pretty much it.
2: So ask yourself what you would want and then be that. Exactly, mm-hmm.
1: exactly. That's my takeaway. Yeah, that's that take yeah.
2: That's
1: yeah. that's, great. that's, great. that's yeah.
2: Darren and Cherry, I cannot thank you enough for sharing your story and your friendship and your connection and the wonderful advice that I just learned, you know, because that's what I'm looking for is the takeaway. Like, I want to be like you. Can you tell me (laughs) how to be like you? If this is what you would want for yourself and your loved ones, then do that and be that. Thank you, Cherry and Darren, so much. Gifted psychiatrist who's sharing his 35 years of experience in adult, child, and adolescent psychiatry in a brand new book. And fun fact about him when he's got a little downtime, he loves cooking food from his Lebanese heritage. Yeah. Uh, please welcome Dr. Charles Sophie. Thanks. Have you ever gotten that Lebanese cookbook from Faden? It's so beautiful. Yes, it's, it is. I keep it out on my kitchen please. counter. Um, all right, let's dive right into your book. Um, Boundaries, Yes. how can we create healthy boundaries for our kids?
3: Well, I mean, obviously it's by role modeling, but if you don't know how to do it yourself, just learn. I mean, it's just basically no means no, yes means yes, children can't function in the gray zone. It creates too much anxiety and unknown, and then they're on their own and they gotta decide. So yes means yes, no means no is the basic idea behind a boundary. But a good example of a boundary is to say, You know, teaching your child how to keep a boundary so somebody that they don't want to touch them or hug them, they can tell them in a nice way. Also a boundary of we don't bring electronics to the dinner table. Those kinds of things are, but you gotta stick to your word, that's the problem.
2: All right, tell me what SWEEP means. What is S?
3: So S is, it's an acronym I put together, five key areas of your life that if you do a regular check-in on yourself or your family as a whole, you'll come up with red flags that you can deal with. S is for sleep. Quality and quantity of sleep. Do you fall asleep, do you stay asleep? What is sleep like and valued in your home or not? If there are issues, deal with it. Your child needs to sleep and to sleep well. Yeah. W is work, work for us as adults. Is it purposeful and you don't have to be happy all the time, but is it purposeful? For children it's school and school from an academic and a social standpoint, is it working for your child? Are they in the right environment? Are they, you know, thriving? The first E is eating you eat regularly, do you eat as a family, is the food good, is it nourishing, is it hypoglycemia, that's behavior oriented, looking at that. The other E is emotional expression, how you deal with your emotions, then you teach and role model for your child how to deal with their emotions. That's such a big one. Yeah, parents don't understand. And then also your intimate relationships, are they where they need to be so that they're not spilling over to here and you're angry over here because of over here. And then P is play, it's very important, hobbies. Hobbies, hobbies, hobbies. They're very self-soothing for, for everybody.
2: And we are tending to really overstructure things in like yeah. the kids go to school and then they have tutor and then they go to the class and you want them to do this right. and that and all of a sudden you're like, every minute is accounted for. Right. Where is the imagination, Right. the self-soothing, the the playtime, the, the, the expression.
3: Pride. The pride of learning how to sew, or the pride of painting, or the pride of building something.
2: Are weekends enough for that? Like if the week is really regimented, is the weekends yes, enough of it a- Yes, enough. Okay, Because that's... then they
3: get practiced at it, and that's the tool they go to when they have a breakup, or they have an argument with their friend, and they learn how to soothe themselves through things, and you're not sitting there with a child who can't soothe their own self.
2: Oh, gosh.
3: And they use substances. <laughs> It's not hard.
2: Well, I'm happy to say that I have so much empathy towards the the learning curves it takes to figure it out, but I was happy to say that when I read your sweep system that I am checking those boxes now. And I'm really thriving as a parent. And I've learned so much about how to live a life. This show is not just a show to me. Having these conversations, trying to figure out I played characters my whole life when my kids were born I was like I need to be their mother and no one else that's right and it took a long time to feel the rhythm of that and a divorce doesn't help but you do it the best by them and for them you become a better person yep. they thrive yep. and no can mean good love
3: for you. that's right that's right good for you
2: thank you so much coming on this show. Pick up your own copy of Family Values, Reset Trust, Boundaries, and Connections with Your Child. It is out now, and thanks to Dr. Sophie, everyone in our audience is gonna go home with their very own copy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Dr. Sophie. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. Thank you. and it's time for In A Minute. Yeah, we
4: got a holiday question from an audience member in another installment of Drew and A.
2: I like a holiday question. It's tis the season. Sure, bring it on. All right, Ginny, where are you, Ginny? Ginny? Hi, my name is Ginny, and I'm from the Bronx. Okay,
4: Ginny Ginny from 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 the Bronx. I am thrilled. (laughs) I love you both. Ross, congratulations, and I love you. you, Now, my question is, I have a sister who's a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. (laughs) So <laughs> at any holiday gathering, <laughs> if she has a couple, mm-hmm. she starts talking politics oh, and yeah. that, would maybe turn the tables on any holiday gathering. <laughs> so I'm wondering what you suggest I should do. I want to come to Christmas no, at your house, say, I'm saying,
2: that sounds fun. Yeah, it's fun for everyone else. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay, my advice, and this is something I've learned with my own children, is that it's healthy to walk away and take a little break. You'll calm yourself down. You'll uh, give a little distance and space. When you come back, if they pick right up again where you left off, you can walk away again. Mm -hmm. Or you can just also embrace the fact that this is who she is. You
4: totally know what you're walking into. Yeah, I like all that. Uh, Or you could just
2: pour her another one and enjoy the show.
4: That sounds fun to me. That's three tips, (laughs) okay?
2: But we wish you the happiest of holidays, and we do kind of wish we were at your dinner table because yeah. it sounds fun. Love you guys. We love, love you, Jamie and the Bronx. Thank you, everybody, so for coming.
4: We
0: make this show for you, so
2: take it with you. One.
0: Start your mornings right with the same mug as seen on The Drew Barrymore Show. Take 20% off at checkout with code DREW20 at ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Drew Barrymore products with code DREW20 at ParamountShop.com.